are the lab doctors. I'm Amanda. I'm Dorothy. And I'm Zhao Yong. We are biomedical researchers who realize we still have a lot to learn about science. So why not join us on this quest? Welcome back to the Lab Doctors Podcast. So today we are going to be talking about deodorants. Oh, okay. And uh, apparently there's this thing called antiperspirant. Oh yeah, antiperspirant. I don't know how to pronounce it. I mean, okay, I don't know how it's pronounced. Not to say I'm the <laughs> expert because I've mispronounced so many things on this pod. But I say antiperspirants. Yeah. Perspirants. I would say perspirants. Perspirants. Okay. The sound is in the middle. Okay, so first, why do we sweat? So our bodies are badly designed and inefficient. <laughs> no, it's efficient. Heat management. Yeah, you need it. I, I thought you were going to say Oh no, I was going to let you say it. Yeah, sympathetic stimulation <laughs> makes you sweat to eliminate the heat. Yeah, correct. So your apocrine gland produces sweat and we do have more sweat glands on areas like the armpits. Sweat contains fat and protein. Bacteria on our skin will then feed on this fat and protein, and that's what produces the bad smell. Wait, you didn't know this? Sweat has fat? Actually, I didn't know it. Yes. I always thought it was sodium chloride <laughs> and water. As in, I knew that were like protein. And toxins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, toxins to... is protein, what? I, I meant about the bacteria, not about the fat part. I'm a bit oh, no, mind I'm... blown by the fat oh, part as well. Oh. I knew about yeah. proteins and, and bacteria. I didn't know fat. But now that I think about it, it makes sense because apparently platypus, you know, like platypi. Mm-hmm. They sweat their milk. So oh, oh my god, it's kind of disgusting. Yeah, but okay. it, it makes sense. It yeah. makes sense that that's fat. Mm, yeah, I didn't go into like what kind of fat. Like. Uh-huh. But anyway, so do you all know how antiperspirants or deodorants work? They clog your pores, mm-hmm. I think. And I think it's aluminum that does it. <gasps> okay, oh, I actually I TMI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah, kind of correct. So deodorants are apparently different from antiperspirants. Yes. Oh my god. So deodorants are typically alcohol based, and it makes the skin too salty or acidic for the bacteria to survive. So that would mean that there will be less odor produced, mm. and so deodorants only combat the smell. Mm. Whereas antiperspirants help with reducing underarm sweating or like wherever you apply. I guess mm. the main ingredient that does this is the aluminium salt that reacts with water in your sweat to form a plug that clogs the pores. Mm. So then you will sweat less and because of less sweat, then you encourage less bacterial growth and then less bad smell. So are these products bad? Do you all think it's bad? I tell you all a funny story that like one of my high school friends told me about uh-huh. antiperspirants. We were so young at the time, but she was like, oh, don't use those antiperspirants because it will clog your pores and then your toxins cannot be released and then you'll get breast cancer because <laughs> the toxins will like filter back into that area. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not exactly true but every time someone talks about antiperspirants I always think about this girl telling me about how I will get breast cancer if I use antiperspirants so I also thought it's bad because you're physically blocking your pores lah, which is like a natural process it's like holding in your pee it's not good for you right so because sweating is like what we said the natural process of losing heat so sweat also helps release toxins and biological waste in small amounts however this sentence by this particular doctor has convinced me otherwise <laughs> he just said uh, so doctor who Korozani, uh, Korozani from the Icon School of Medicine at Mount Sinai said that other sweat glands throughout the body can compensate for that. Mm. But I guess also use moderately. Okay, but apparently people have other concerns, not just like whether it clogs the pores. So their concerns is that it causes a variety of diseases. And like what Amanda said, it's mainly due to the aluminium compounds that are present in the antiperspirants. So breast cancer... <laughs> 
Apparently, that's one of the concerns. Basically, some research said that 50% of breast cancer starts in the upper outer quadrant of the breast local to the underarm region. So that's kind of like nearer the armpit. So in a paper by McGrath in 2003, a retrospective study done in 437 American women found that the age of breast cancer diagnosis was lower in those who use these kind of products often versus those who don't use it at all. So it was 52.6 year old for those who used it and 67.3 for those who don't. But this is like association. Yes. So they also find that beginning the habit of using these products at an earlier age which they said at 16 years old or shaving your underarm is also associated with significantly earlier age of diagnosis. Because shaving would mean that like probably more product can be on the surface of your skin and clog your pores and that kind of thing. So it might have more of an effect. Of course, the concluding remarks in that paper was that while there seems to be a trend, cancer is very complex and it's not strong enough evidence as of now to say that antiperspirants cause breast cancer. Mm. And on the other hand, there are a few studies that find no difference in the breast cancer rates of using such products. Plus, according to the American Cancer Society, healthy versus breast cancer tissues do not differ in aluminum levels. Okay, next disease, Alzheimer's. In 1960s, few studies found high levels of aluminum in the brains of people with Alzheimer's disease. So because of this finding, they suddenly questioned the safety of everyday household items such as aluminum cans, mm-hmm. antacids, and antiperspirants. And I was just thinking about the obesogenes genes podcast and how it's like almost every. Sorry. Did I say antacids? Antacids. Okay, but to refute that, actually, like studies claim that aluminum salts aren't really absorbed into the body that well and even if some is absorbed it's in very minute amounts and it's also very easily cleared by the renal system so talking about the renal system it brings us to the last concern which I found was kidney problems and dementia okay kidneys and then dementia is also related to Alzheimer's so dialysis patients were given a drug called aluminum hydroxide to help control high phosphorus levels in their blood And then, because their kidneys are already not functioning properly, their bodies cannot remove the aluminum fast enough and so it accumulates. And then they observed that dialysis patients with high aluminum levels were more likely to develop dementia. Mm. However, like antiperspirants should only be a concern for those whose kidneys are functioning at 30% or less. Mm. So in a normal, healthy person, it should be not too bad. Mm. So other than looking at the possible diseases, some were concerned with certain chemicals present in this product. Any guesses? Parabens? Yeah, parabens. Is BPA the same as parabens? No. No, BPA is bisphenol A is the thing in plastics. All oh, right, right. <laughs> Parabens is correct. I'll go through parabens later because it will flow better, but... <laughs> sure. Um, One of the ingredients is triclosan. Uh-huh. Yes, also in a lot of soaps. <laughs> correct. So, triclosan is also found in acne products because mm-hmm. it's a bactericidal agent that is used to kill bacteria on the surface of the skin. However, one animal study, and I was like, ooh, animal study. But basically, it's done in tadpoles and frogs. So this study observed that with triclosan, tadpoles, the tadpoles had altered thyroid function. And thyroid function is associated with your body's metabolism and also like things like your day-to-day cognitive function. And it's also involved in brain development. So in the tadpoles, what they found was that small amounts of triclosan showed increased hind limb development and lower body weight. And I'm just thinking, I don't know how valid it is because we are not so close to a frog. (laughs) 
But I think it's more because their skin is more permeable. Correct. I was thinking of yeah. that. So I don't know how much we want to listen to this. Maybe it's like a bit taken to the extreme. La, because they also don't have fur, you know? Yeah. So fur probably affects that. Mm. Oh, imagine if you apply like these kind of products on the mouse, then you have to shave their fur. Or like use <laughs> nude, nude mice, you know? So <laughs> I, I don't really know why they would use frogs but maybe that's a norm or this kind of thing yeah oh yeah. I, I don't know I think yeah. that's a question they wanted to answer without all the other complexity maybe yeah so parabens and phthalates phthalates <laughs> phth yes phth a-l-a-t-e-s so these also seem to disrupt hormonal function and specifically parabens affect estrogen while phthalates affect testosterone. Mm-hmm. In a paper by Darber in 2004, parabens were found in breast tissues in at least 18 of 20 samples measured. However, they were unable to discern if these parabens are absorbed from the skin or through other routes. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, whether this amount of paraben can cause any biological effect in humans. Also don't know. Importantly, the study didn't even compare whether parabens were found in health tissues. So it could be like the aluminium thing where it's like found just in healthy tissues or so that. Mm. Okay, and phthalates are typically present in any product with a fragrance because it helps the fragrance linger after it has been applied. So like what Amanda said, it's also in your body wash, shampoo, lotion, hairspray and so blah blah blah. Mm. So, in a systematic review done by, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Radke, R-A-D-K-E, in 2018, they found evidence of an association between exposure to different types of parabens and male reproductive outcomes. And that male reproductive outcomes includes anogenital distance, testosterone and semen parameters, and also time to pregnancy. And lastly, fragrance itself. So, sometimes we see fragrance on the products, right? Mm. So, it can also include phthalates, which is found to, like, might have an effect. And that's all I found for okay. now. There's probably a lot more things people would say. But yeah, just to start, like... Can I just say my my opinion? Because like, this is something that I've like researched quite in depth. And from what I've read, parabens and aluminium, while they are present in antiperspirants, I don't think the levels are high enough to affect people. At least the research hasn't convinced me yet. Yeah, research not like set in stone as in like that they are saying yeah. it causes. Yeah. I guess my question is, how did people even come up with these formulas? You mean like the product itself? Like phthalates, parabens, like when they're making soaps or like whatever, you know, how did mm. they Ask the chemist. That? I'm going to put in parabens. Why? I guess. They, they Do you think it's a trial and error things. kind of I thing? I think so. Okay, so just in conclusion, <laughs> basically, if you are really, really afraid, as in like, I think this research just, while there's certain trend, there's papers that refute it. Mm. But if you're really, really concerned, then mm. look for these kind of products that are fragrance-free or paraben-free. Mm. And if you are cautious about antiperspirants, use aluminium-free. If not, maybe just try the deodorants because they shouldn't have aluminium in them. Mm. Yeah, I think if anything, like, I would rather use the deodorants. Or like society should just change its expectations. We should all just be dirty, dirty people. Or just like no. go wipe your armpit lah. Like once in a while. Does it help? I think I it'll know. help. It'll help. What? You really? start, you, if you wipe it, then you get rid of the bacteria on the surface and like the sweat. Oh, like with alcohol wipes. I mean, if you're really like outside, just go to the toilet and wash a while lah. Right. There are other options. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so now I use this. Like It's like a cream-based anti-odorant. But it's called nude. So N-U-U. UD, but it's like silver particles that just... Is um, it aluminium? No, it's different. It binds to the negatively charged 
particles on bacteria. And then kills it? Yeah. Uh. So apparently it's supposed to be more long-lasting and because they did a lot of research as well into like the size of the silver particles and like what's safe and everything. Mm -hmm. But basically they're like, just sweat. Like just let your armpits sweat. Yeah. Yeah. But so what they sell, I guess, is like just sweat but then like without the smell, you know? Because I think that's one of the concerns. And the smell comes from bacteria. So like if you sweat a lot, then that's like a breeding ground for bacteria. But if you neutralize the bacteria, then actually the sweat is not all bad, you know? And it won't be smelly. Yeah. And I read an article on like, I don't know how true, how celebrities or like those performers, they like don't have the armpit patch even though they dance dancing on stage or what. Apparently they like paste something probably on their shirt or what, I don't know that. Mm. I've seen that the help that you paste like panty liners on the... What? Yeah, on the armpit area. A panty liner? I mean... <laughs> I mean, it's... Like on your clothing, not on your body. On your yeah, clothing. Yeah, on your yeah, clothing. Yeah, it has to yeah. be like absorbing the sweat. Ma. Oh, I just don't live in a humid climate. Uh. Oh, that's true. I guess it's a problem for a tropical country. No, actually like the other countries when their summer uh. comes, it's damn hot also. Oh, that's true. <laughs> or I mean, if you're really desperate, like if you're really a person who sweat Alaska. a lot. No, it was... I went to Alaska. <laughs> I was like, I went to Antarctica. I went to Alaska. There was a freaking heat wave. Oh. The heat wave was there also. I was sweating in Alaska great, great, at 20 great, plus great, degrees great. while the mountains still had ice. I was very confused. Great, great, great. No, and climate change is a lie. <laughs> climate change is a lie. Do you see how this flat. is a source of stress? Vaccines cause autism. <laughs> we should all just be dirty, 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 dirty people and go back to caveman times and just accept the smells that come with <gasps> being alive. Because I mean, that's just what it means to no, be alive. No, I think, I think accepting smells... It's fine. Like, you shouldn't be like, oh, a BSP or smell. But if, like, someone's really smelly, it's a mm-hmm. problem also. No, it could be an indicator that there's too much bacteria. But, yeah. You know, it's not oh. the person themselves. So you should be concerned. Yeah, but oh, really? also, it's like, yeah, la, then they just go home and shower. La, yeah. yeah. No, so but it's there not are, really a concern, yep. concern, is it? But there are some people who smell you don't like even more than... But it's your nose, I guess. It's your preference, like, isn't it? Yeah, like, there's some people who... There was one person... <laughs> That I thought was like, wow, after pee, it was like damn smelly. But then like, they have girlfriends and stuff and I'm like, why don't the girlfriends think they're smelly? I guess it's just like... They just like the smell. Well, they just have different preference for smells, I guess. Yeah, so just sweat. And be dirty, dirty pigs. Don't be be dirty pigs, just sweat. Let's say pigs as a people. I mean, just clean yourself like once in a while. And as usual, subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Spotify and like and a comment would really help us out. You can also follow us on our social media, Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook and feel free to DM us any questions. Alternatively, you can email us at thelabdoctors at gmail.com. We'll post the links in the episode description so check them out if you're interested. Thank you. Bye.